This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Good News in Shoes. Hi folks, I'm called Z, host of The Watchman. Join me Saturday mornings at 9.30, where I will introduce to you less than perfect people who are becoming God seekers, kingdom walkers, those who have joined the battle, those who are in the fight, those who won't be defeated. Join me, Z, at The Watchman, Saturday mornings at 9.30 on WCNO, the Good News Station. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21, all professional, for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, Realtor with Century 21, all professional, and member of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you are buying, selling, or renting a home, understanding the market can be essential. I'm a Century 21 top producer, recipient of the Century 21 Presidential Award, Century 21 Centurion Award, and Quality Service Pinnacle Award. I proudly serve the United States Marine Corps, and now I'm specializing in serving the Port St. Lucie, Stewart, Fort Pierce, West Palm Beach, and surrounding areas of the Treasure Coast. Real estate is the key to building long-term wealth. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a home, a first-time home buyer, or an investor, letting an experienced professional with a proven track record can make all the difference. I would love the opportunity to help you. You can reach me by phone or text at 772-342-0047. Again, that number is 772-342-0047. Navigating the real estate market today can get a little crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional is here to help. Today on the Treasure Coast, the housing market is back in full force. There is a number of financing and home buyer programs. Understanding and incorporating the right program can be essential when purchasing real estate. It can also be very time consuming and painstaking. In short, the complexities of purchasing a home in today's market can be like riding on a crazy train. Home buying doesn't have to be crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional can help you qualify for up to $15,000 in down payment assistance. Find out how by contacting Ozzy Carbonell at 772-340-6076. Again, that number is 772-340-6076. Se habla español. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. So we're going to be talking about His house shall be a house of worship. I really believe that the that the worship in the house has to create an atmosphere. That when we come together like-minded and begin to lift up the name of Jesus, there's an atmosphere that gets set in the house and His presence begins to descend in the place. And I really believe, and I've, I've shared this before, but I really believe we're not just purpose-driven and that we have a purpose in the kingdom, but we are presence-driven in what we're doing. So that everything that 
we do as a body of Christ or that we do as a church is about the presence of God. Because how many of you know in the presence of God, that's where things are made whole? Because I can't, really, Jason, I don't have a whole lot for you. He's an okay person sometimes. But without the Holy Spirit, he can't do much for you. It's really about the Spirit of God that is activated with our devotion and our worship to him that gets released in us. And then corporately, we begin to learn how to love each other, network together, depend on each other, and really become the family that God has called us to be. How many of you believe that today? Our text this morning is uh, Psalms 150. It's one of my favorite texts. Our pastor that I grew up in at Carpenter's Home Church, he would quote this scripture every Sunday before church started. And, you know, in our church, at that church, we had a full worship team like we have here. We also had about 200 people in the choir. We had a full orchestra with about 100 people in the orchestra, a grand piano. There was literally about 350 people on the platform on a Sunday morning. And then he would get up and he would read the scripture. And as he would read it, the instruments and the singers would all do their part in the scripture. And it was, it was literally like an earthquake would go off right before church started. The whole 7,000 people in the sanctuary would just begin to stand up on their own and just begin to worship God with nobody saying nothing. He would just read the scripture. And I've always remembered that my whole life, how powerful that was when the pastor would walk out on the stage and kick off the service. And he would read this and he would say, praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty firmament. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpets. And then all the trumpets would hit it. In the orchestra, you know. And then he would say, praise him with the lute and the harp. We actually had a lady that played the harp, didn't we? I mean, we had, didn't we, mama? I was looking at my mom. See, we had a harp on the worship team. And she'd hit that harp. A ring. Praise him with the lute and the harp. Praise him with the timbrel and the dance. And then all the, all the drums and all the percussions would. And everything's like coming in together. It was amazing. And he would say, praise him with the stringed instruments and the flutes. Praise him with the loud cymbals. Praise him with the clashing cymbals. And then he would say, let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. And the place would just erupt. That's part of my heritage. Because I, 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 we grew up in a service like that. And I've always understood the power of praise and worship. The power of having worship in his house. And how important that is. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you this morning for the ability to preach and teach. I thank you for your anointing in this room today that breaks the yoke of every bondage. Lord, I thank you for this house, your house, this church, your church, your people, your children today. I thank you for revelation that shatters the limits of our minds and opens us up, God, for truth that causes us to live a life and an experience in you of victory to overcome everything that the enemy has used to deceive us and tear us down. Today, God, we proclaim this victory in our life. We will not be held captive. We will not be held back. Incorrect thinking must go. Father, I thank you now for revelation that brings freedom to our hearts and our minds with truth. In Jesus' name. If you believe that, say amen. amen. How many know this morning that worship is to be a reflection of our hearts and, and our minds towards God? 
it, it, it's an outward expression of something that has an inward thing. It's, a, it's an inward reflection of our heart towards Him, and we express it outwardly. In other words, it's not something that we just do out of devotion. It's also something that is the fruit of the relationship that we have with God. You can always tell how much somebody loves God by how intimate they are with Him with their worship. Come on, somebody, help me already, all right? One of the things that we were, we were discussing on Wednesday night and Wednesday night teaching is that God has called all of us to be priests. The Bible says in Revelations chapter 1, verse 6, that he has called us to be uh, kings and priests. And in the book of Exodus, so you should be a nation of priests and kings. So, I mean, a part of our identity in the body of Christ is that we are all priests unto God, Jesus being our high priest. In other words, we represent the message of the gospel in the world today. Amen? That means it's our responsibility, not just something that has been labeled upon us, but we also have a, a, a function, a, a duty, if it were, to be a priest in the kingdom. How many know that that's a high responsibility? God looks at you and he says, you're my priest. Ah, y'all got that too. You didn't believe me. Come on. Look at the person next to you and say, hello, priest. Go ahead and just speak it into their life. Hello, priest. So next time you want to lie to the person sitting next to you, just remember they're a priest. Mm. And next time you're mad at them and you're yelling, just say, I better not do that. They're a priest. It's not about being a pastor. It's not about being an apostle or a teacher. God's desire for all of his children in the kingdom of God is that we shall be a kingdom of priests. All of God's kids are priests today, amen? So that means it's our responsibility to be priests unto God. In other words, what we do is we connect this lost and dying world to a God in heaven who is a high priest, who is a father, who is a creator. And God has ordained us, if you will, and called us, if you will, to be on a mission. And the mission is, is that we are priests to the world. In other words, we're coming with a message of a gospel of good news about a father in heaven that loves them. We are God connectors. We connect people to their father in heaven. That's what a priest does. They're God connectors. If you look in the Old Testament, that's what a priest did. He was the liaison between God and the people. He was the voice between God and the people. He, he offered up the sacrifice to God for the people. Come on, amen. I mean, when you stepped in here this morning and you did worship with this worship team, it was a sacrifice of praise. Come on, amen. Say, hello, priest. Mm. How many of you understand this morning that once you begin to live this life in the kingdom, that your life becomes very different when you learn how to live your life in his presence? Things that really just tick off people in the world don't bother you when you live in his presence. Huh? And if that's true, there's a few things we need to understand about worship this morning. And that's this. Worship was meant to be something more than just entertainment. I love this worship team. Best worship team I've ever worked with in my life. Listen, I prayed and prayed and prayed. So don't let any of y'all be mad at me to God answer my prayer. But they're here because we prayed. Mm. And I'm grateful to them. But how many know it's not about what we can produce on the platform at Truth Church that determines whether or not we have good praise and worship? It's really what's going on in your heart that determines whether or not we have good praise and worship. Amen? Because worship was not meant to be observed. Worship was meant to be participated in. It's something that we do together corporately in His house as His people in His church. Come on, amen? Because it's not just an expression of love, it's also a responsibility of the priest to worship God. Say, hello, priest. When you get to John chapter 4, and Jesus, he's having, in John chapter 4, he's having a discussion with this lady, this conversation with this woman. We call it the story with the woman at the well. How many remember the story? 
He comes up to the woman with a well, and he's wanting to get her to give her a drink of water. And, and, and she looks at him, and, and in the conversation, he reveals to her that God is seeking something from everybody. God is seeking worshipers. Now, how many of you would agree with me that there's probably only four or five things that if you read the entirety of the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, where it declares that God is actually looking for something? How many of you know God knows everything? Now you're missing me. God already knows everything, but he's seeking something. And if he's seeking something, then there's something that is lacking, which means that the onus is put on a piece of creation that has the ability to make a choice. So God is looking to a people that have the capacity to choose whether or not they're going to worship him. God is looking for worshipers. Are you answering that call? It's an important question to ask yourself every day. Are you really a worshiper? If God the creator, the king, the father, the almighty is seeking something in the earth and what he is seeking is worshipers, then are you answering the call? Because the ordaining or the priesthood of every believer is that you should be a worshiper. Are we okay? Can I keep going? Hmm? Now, let's say this together. John 4, 23 through 24 says, But the hour is coming, and now is, when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship Him. God is spirit. Everybody say, God is spirit. And those who worship Him must worship in spirit and truth. Let's say that again. In spirit and truth. One more time. In spirit and truth. Now, notice that the word spirit there has not got a capital S on it. I mean, he's not talking about his spirit. He's talking about your spirit. In your spirit and in truth. Hey, folks, I hope the word that you're hearing is ministering to you today. My heart is that the transforming power of this word is changing you from the inside out. And I just want to say thank you for being a faithful listener. I want to take this break right now and ask you to take a minute to do your part to help keep this word being preached on the air. I'm inviting you to partner with me to change lives all over South Florida. If you would say, yes, Pastor Jason, I want to help you, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to mytruthchurch.com and click on the donate button and give your best gift now. Will you do that for me? mytruthchurch.com click on the donate button and give your best gift now help me keep this message of the truth being broadcast all across South Florida I need your help now and you can help by just going to mytruthchurch.com and clicking on the donate button now let's get back to the word again God's spirit already knows how to worship God ain't seeking himself for worship He's, <laughs> he's seeking you to worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen. How many of you understand this morning? That means that it comes from the inside of you. True worshipers recognize that it don't really matter what's going on around them, that if they begin to worship God that rises up from the inside of them, then the atmosphere around them will begin to shift. 
That's why when we can get in here in the house this morning and begin to lift up the name of Jesus and then miracles begin to take place in the house and healing gets released in the house and, and restoration gets released and redemption gets released and manifestations of miracles begin to take place because it's not really us and it's not the fact that we're worshiping. It's the fact that we've come here in faith lifting up the name of Jesus and worshiping and then the presence of God begins to descend and manifest. His presence begins to show up. Come on, somebody. Amen? Hmm? I mean, if you ever get around some people that know how to worship, it won't, it won't matter if they show up in an environment where there's nastiness going on and all kinds of craziness going on and people in the middle of all their mess and cussing and gossip and all kinds of stuff like that. If you put a true worshiper in a place like that, then how many know it's going to shift? Because a true worshiper carries the presence of God everywhere they go. And when they show up, things begin to turn around. Faith begins to rise. People that have an expression of worship in their life can show up in a very negative environment, a very faithless environment, and show up with one positive word with a little bit of faith on it, and everybody feels better. Um, come on, y'all know anybody like that? And then a shift will begin to take place in the atmosphere. If you really get around somebody that knows how to be a worshiper, you can drop them anywhere in any kind of environment, and they'll turn the environment around because they understand the power that resides on the inside of them. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 and 2 says this. If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above. Everybody say above. above. Seek those things which are above where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on earth. King James says this. It says set your affections. Everybody say affections. Set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth. Set your, everybody say, shout affections. Affections. You ever been affectionate for somebody? Somebody said, what is affections? That's easy. That's everything that affects you. Hmm? Come on, amen. Affections are everything that affects you. That ain't real deep, but it's good. Is everybody all right? Everybody still with me? Hmm? Everything that affects you, everything that affects your mind, everything that affects your thought patterns. He says, I want you to set all that stuff on things above. I want you to be looking towards God for the way you think, the way you act, the way you talk, the way you move, the way you groove. Ah, come on. Come on, set your affections. Everything that pertains to your life, set it on things above. How many of you really learn how to live that way, then you ain't got no problems? Huh? You can always tell if somebody ain't got their mind set on God because they're talking about everything out here. Listen, I'm not perfect. Kim will tell you, if she got up here and got real honest, she'll tell you that sometimes I get all out here. My affections are not always focused on things above. Sometimes they're focused on all my problems. And that's why I got Kim. Because oftentimes Kim is the Holy Spirit. I mean, God will use the Spirit of God in somebody else to straighten you out when you ain't listening to the Spirit of God in your own self. Ain't no, ain't no men saying amen. All the women are going, amen, amen, pastor, preach it. So don't go out here with all your external stuff out here, all this stuff out here, all the external things out here. He says, set your affections on things on high. Not on what did they say or what did they do and how bad it looks and who cares and I don't, you know, I don't like them and they don't like me and what's going on and I can't take it no more and this is too much and what am I going to do? Don't put your affections out there. If you're going to talk that way, talk to God about it. Because God cares. Huh? Because this is what he said. He said, out of your innermost being, 
Out of your innermost being is what you release. Out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth will speak. So if you've got a lot of hopelessness going on in your heart, that's what's going to come out of your mouth. Hey, and listen, everybody's guilty. On one level or another. I don't care how long you've been praying and fasting. If you're going to tell me that nothing negative ever comes out of your mouth, you should be the first one to the altar to repent for telling a big lie. It is truth, church. Everybody all right? Hmm? He said, quit going out here with all, all, all of your thoughts and all your patterns and all of your thinkings. Return to going up. Lift your eyes up. Lift your eyes to the hills from where your strength comes from. Look up to God in the midst of your trouble. Call out on the name of the Lord because he's the only one that's going to answer you anyway and get it right. Come on, amen. He said, look up. Everybody say, look up. Mm. Oftentimes I tell people, you just need to get a new heart. You need a new, somebody say, I need a new heart. Most of the time we don't need a raise. We don't need a new house. We don't need a new job. We don't need a new car. But that's what we all go after when we start feeling blue. Come on, ladies, how many of you pull out the credit card and head on down to the mall when everything ain't going right? I'm guilty. Every time I got, I got to check out, I go to a movie. I eat five bags of large popcorn, and it shows. I'm exaggerating, of course, but I do love that salty popcorn. Who loves the salty popcorn? It's disgustingly good. That butter. But the truth is, is we don't need a new car, new job, new career. What we need is we need to have our heart renewed by the power of God. Amen? Don't go looking for a new friend. Look, just tune in to God. Lift up the name of God. Amen? Because how many know if you get your heart renewed, if you get a heart transplant, then what's in you will begin to change what's around you and what's going on in the environment of your life. I wonder if I got anybody here that believes that today. You believe that? Come on, amen? Mm. Jesus said, I am looking for those who will worship me in spirit. In other words, out of the innermost part of your life, out of the secret place of your life that nobody else knows and nobody else understands, I want you to worship me from that place, the real you. Not the fake you, not the Facebook you, but the real you. Come on, huh? It comes from within. Hmm? I mean, that, that means that I worship God from within. That means that even though Simone works here at the school, I can't come down here at 8 o'clock in the morning and say, I need you to go with me today. Why, Pastor? I need somebody just to sing worship around me everywhere I go because I'm having a bad day. <laughs> Can you imagine me going around all day with Simone behind me going, holy, 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 all everywhere I go? I mean, you got to be a worshiper on your own. I mean, it would be nice to have Simone singing that over me every day. I mean, come on. But she can't do that, and she can't do that. We got to worship from our innermost being. Somebody say my innermost being. In other words, I don't have to have an orchestra. I don't have to have an ensemble and a band playing all the time out in the middle of my life. I can worship any day, anytime, anywhere because it comes from the inside of my heart. And I've got a relationship with my father who loves me. And let me tell you something. And when you have a love relationship with your father, worship ain't hard. It's easy. You don't have to worship him in the bad times. You know how to worship him in the good times. See, sometimes we, we just forget to sing our song. How many know God puts a song in your heart? How many know, how many know when, you, when, when you whistle, if somebody said, why are you whistling? Why, when they ask you that, what they're asking you is, why are you so happy? Because God put a tune in my heart.
Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. Consider a school where children learn to love, where learning is inspired, reading is an adventure, where students have time for creativity, math, and logic, where truth is taught along with history, literature, and technology, where respect is modeled by please and thank you, where innovation and leadership are fostered while planning out college and career paths. This is the future of St. Lucie Christian students. We are now enrolling kindergarten through 12th grade. Full scholarships are still available. Find out more at stlucychristian.org. Navigating the real estate market in Florida today can get a little crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 on Professional is here to help. Today on the Treasure Coast and in the Palm Beaches, the housing market is back in full force and there are a number of financing and home buyer programs. Understanding and incorporating the right program can be essential when purchasing real estate. It also can be very time-consuming and painstaking. In short, the complexities of purchasing a home in today's market can be like riding on a crazy train. Home buying doesn't have to be crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 All Professional is offering a free seminar on how to prepare to buy a home, what programs are available to you, and how you can qualify. You can sign up for this free seminar by contacting Ozzy Carbonell at 561 201 5499. The number again is 561 201 5499. También hablamos en español. Ignite Your World True Church and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Fellowship of Churches and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Fellowship exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Fellowship of Churches. For more information on joining the Destiny Fellowship, go to destinyfellowship.tv.
can 